Gaze Radio, your family. I'm Hendrik, and I'm sitting here in Cape Town in a restaurant with up-and-coming singer Subur. Welcome hey. to Gaze Radio. Hey. Welcome to Cape Town. Oh, wow, I can't tell you how glad I am to be here. It's a <laughs> bit of a relief. All the fresh sea air must be so good for everybody here. That's why everybody seems to be in a permanently good mood. Yep, <laughs> definitely. Tell me a little bit about where you come from and, and how you got to this point. How, how did you get into music? Well, I was born into music. Um, like, you know, ever since I was about four years old, like, I can remember, like, putting on my mom's high heels and my dad's T-shirts, which, like, formed a dress for me then, and dancing my butt off to Tina Turner. So, like, it's the only thing that I've ever wanted to do. And you know, sort of, like, over my life, like, I was involved in music in different ways, mostly sort of, like, you know, through... Uh, private lessons and stuff like that but sort of about three years ago I decided that you know I wanted to make a change in my life um, I had a certain direction up until that point and I decided okay I'm going to do this I'm going into music so the last three years have been sort of like really sort of getting my feet wet like a baptism of fire and just building my career um, and figuring out my brand and my sound and stuff like that and, and how I want to present myself to the world so, I mean, getting into the music business is obviously not easy. Um, how do you start getting gigs? How, how do you organize that? How do you, how do you, how do you get into the business and, and find a, a record company and all those sort of things? So, I, I guess it depends on kind of like what, how you see yourself as an artist. So, like, I see myself more as an indie kind of artist. So, like, I'm not so much focused on getting record deals and stuff, even though that would be great as I am sort of like building up a fan base um, who can support me directly. So the way that I go about finding gigs and stuff is firstly through the internet. I mean, there's so many opportunities like with Facebook. I mean, I think every social media platform has a live performing option that you can tap into, um, which is great because it means that you know I can tap into people from around the world. But also open mic gigs, um, you know, there's loads of them around Cape Town and stuff, um, which is very, very cool. It's also great because, like, you can make mistakes, you can figure things out, and people like, okay, that's cool, it's open mic, this is what it's for. Um, but also, like, you know, just going out there and networking um, and talking to people and asking, like, how do I do this? Um, are there any gigs available that I can perform at? Um, so that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing in terms of getting there. So I must say, in, in Harting, I can't really say that there's a live music sort of vibe going. I'm finding live gigs very scarce. Is there a, a very active in Cape Town? Yeah. Um, it, you've got to kind of like sort of delve into the weeds a little bit, which, you know, it surprised me, like, you know, over the last few weeks when I've sort of, so like 2019 is the year of performing for me, like, you know, getting up on stage, getting over my stage fright, and figuring out how to be a performer. And I must say, like, over the last few weeks, like, I've really been surprised, like, just how many open mic nights there are in the city, how many performing venues there are. There's, there are so many restaurants that have live music um, as part of what they offer to their clientele and stuff that it's, it's amazing. Um, it really is. But you've just got to, like, you know, sort of really get in there and figure it out. So it is a lot of slog work that you have to do there. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. yes. And does it pay well, or does it pay at all? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, at the moment, like, you know, I'm more focused on establishing myself as, a, as, as opposed to earning money. Yet I think, I think so often, like, as artists, we forget that you have to earn an income from this, so you've got to treat it as a business. And I, I, I think 
for me at least, like the main focus is about putting my name out there, establishing myself, getting people interested in what I do, um, and then starting to build up demand from there. I mean, I do earn some money. Like, for example, uh, I don't, do you know what Patreon is? No. So there's this um, platform that's based in the States called Patreon, and basically what it allows is... Uh, people who want to be patrons of the arts and stuff like that, it's a way for them to do that. So it's almost like a crowdfunding okay. um, site. Uh, I've got a, 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 a profile on there and I earn a little bit of money from there, which is great. But like I said, at the moment, like I'm, I'm more interested in establishing myself and starting to build up a demand hmm. from there. So you say you're an indie kind of artist. What, what, sorry, can I just... Uh, edit points here, I just want to move this. Uh, careful of bumping your elbows. Okay. Okay, so you say you're, you're an indie kind of artist. What, what kind of music style do you, do you perform? Um, so I would classify my music as electropop, branching a little bit into synth pop. Um, I've recently started exploring Com, um, which really, really surprised me how much like I really enjoyed it and the, the reception I've had to it. Um, I also like to sort of like dabble into sort of like just, I don't know how you would explain it, but like just me and a piano, um, mm -hmm. kind of like genre. Um, like one of my favorite artists is Tori Amos. Um, and like I, I really, really like what she does. Um, but for me, sort of like my staple sound is electro pop. Like I love it. I absolutely love it. So your stage name is Sabur. So you have to tell me the story behind that. Where does that come from? So Sibor, it's a Kenyan word. A couple of years ago, I was talking to a Kenyan friend of mine, and you know, I was saying like, you know, I'm looking for a stage name. Um, you know, I don't really want to go out to Jonathan or anything like that. You know, can you help me? So she spoke to her husband, who's also Kenyan, um, and he. They were talking about me and what they know about me and stuff, and they was like, well, why don't you try Sibor? Um, it's a bit hard to pronounce. Um, but it was it was perfect. Um, it was absolutely perfect. Like you know, it's African in origin. It means lion. Um, it has connotations of sort of like inner strength and courage. Um, so I was like, that is perfect. I'm taking that. Well, you've got uh, sort of the lion look going there for you. Yeah. And you're in you're in leopard print this morning. So <laughs> yeah, my hair. <laughs> um, yeah. So so that's that's where it comes from. Um, and it was like I said, it was a perfect fit. Um, now it's just a case of getting people used to how to pronounce it and stuff. So the easiest way to pronounce it is just to say Sibor. Um, but if you want to say it properly, it's Sibor. There's like a little... A little glide over yes. there. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about the performance. Um, I saw the other day on Facebook you, you saying you were very nervous. How, how do you deal with stage fright and how do you overcome that? Um, I think you just you have to get up there it's and and by that i'm not saying like just throw yourself in the deep end because i don't always think that's the best thing like i think that can be quite damaging to a performer like you have to build yourself up to the point where you can kind of like throw yourself into the deep end but um what i've started doing is i've started going to open mic nights um and performing there and I recently did one um, a couple of days ago where I was I was so nervous, like I almost vomited before I went up, and that really surprised me because I've never experienced that before. Um, so you stand there, and your knees go shaky, shaky, and you feel all weak. Yeah, like I could feel feeling. like my stomach like going heaving and stuff, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Um, but like, I think you just have to to get up there. 
you have to kind of like push through the nerves. Like anything worth fighting for is going to be difficult. Um, and you have to kind of see like the anxiety as a challenge to overcome. And it will get easier, it will get better. It's just the first few times it's going to be rough. Um, you know, and if it means that you have to get up there and kind of close your eyes and hold on to the microphone for dear life, then so be it. But the next one will get better, and then the next one will get better. You know, if you're reflecting on it and kind of like figuring out what works and stuff. Yeah, I think, you know, build up your confidence in baby steps, and then at some point you've got to take that big step. Take a booking. <laughs> so if people want to listen to your music, where would they go to? Or if they would want to find out more about you, where would you... Uh, so the best place is my website, which is www.cibor.com. So that's S-I-B-U-O-R. Um, otherwise, you can go to, you can find me on social media. So like uh, on Facebook, it's at Cibor underscore music. Um, the same on Twitter, the same on uh, Facebook. Yeah, those are the best places. Um, if they're particularly interested in Patreon, um, it's www.patreon.com forward slash Cibor. Um, and that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Um, those are the best places. We're talking about Pride. So Pride Week in Cape Town, are you excited for Pride? I'm always excited for Pride. Um, but what does Pride mean to you? I think in, in a South African context, Pride is a way for us to come together um, to celebrate what we've got, to acknowledge where we've got to go. Like, you know, I think that um, some people sometimes think see Pride as something which is just a massive party and, you know, there's not, no other work that needs to be done, um, which is not true. Like, you know, there's some very serious issues that within the LGBTIQ community that we need to deal with and sort of like within the greater South African community that we need to deal with. Um, but I think for me, it's, it's about having fun. It's about coming together. It's about making connections. It's about uh, getting to know the other. So people, different aspects of our community, um, you know, people in Greenpoint in Cape Town, meeting people from Greenpoint and Kailicha. Um, I think that's really important. And I think that Pride can offer that platform to people. So, so pride also is a personal thing, isn't it? I mean, you have to have pride in yourself and, and yes. your whole coming out journey and all of that. Was that an easy process for you coming out and being open or, or was it a sort of a struggle for you? Well, I always say like my dad knew that I was gay from when I was like three. <laughs> How uh, could they not know? Parents don't know. know. <laughs> um, yeah, my dad, I mean, my, my parents are from the UK and my dad, was, both my parents are from Manchester. My dad spent a lot of time with his friends going out in the gay village in Manchester. So, like, he was very sort of, like, attuned to the community. Um, I, I came out when I was 16. It, it wasn't easy. Um, you know, I think my parents have... I think sometimes we forget that, you know, other people have to go on their journeys with us. Like, you know, it's not just my journey of coming out and accepting who I am. It's also my parents and my friends and my family that have to go on a journey as well. And they've gone on a roller coaster ride of a journey. There were sort of like lots of challenges, you know, sort of like with um, stereotypes that they had to work through and stuff. Um, but I think largely it's been a very exciting and positive journey. Um, and I'm very lucky and I'm very grateful that I've got the family and friends that I, I have who've been 100% supportive of me. So Cape Town obviously is known as the kind of the gay capital of South Africa and one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Do you find that there's a gay culture here? Um, lots of clubs and places to go to or lots of friends that mix? How does it work here? 
Um, yeah, I mean, th- so I'm originally from Durban. If I could come oh, back okay. to Durban, um, like definitely, there's a lot more. There is a a gay culture in certain parts of the city, you know, where it's very people are very open and stuff, and there's you know clubs and bars and stuff like that where you can go to. Um, it's it's nice to see that a lot more diversity is being brought into the city now, um, which is quite cool. Yeah, I, I would say that there there is a, a gay vibe, if you want, in the city, which is quite cool. Because, of course, one of the biggest homophobes in the country is here in one of your suburbs, um, Reverend Oscar Bochart, oh, yeah, yeah, having yeah, this yeah. massive fight with the Human Rights Council. So do you find also that there are those, those sort of very conservative religious elements, and oh, do they have an influence on... on the culture here? Yeah, to be honest, I kind of, I, I kind of channel them out, um, and I try and sort of like focus on sort of like the internal issues that we have as a community. So like, you know, whenever I've gotten involved with Pride, um, a couple of years ago, um, I was a journalist and I wrote an article about Pride, um, just pointing out that, you know, we need to, as a community, start stepping out of the little sort of cliques and clubs that we have. Um, so I'm more focused on things like that. So, you know, um, getting people to know each other um, and bringing in more diversity. But there are definitely the homophobes in the city. I mean, it's it might be a pink city, but you know, it's not completely rosy. Mm. Um, and and we need to find ways to overcome that. Do you think Pride is a way to do that with all this visibility? I mean, there's a oh, yes. whole range of events over the next week and oh, yes. the big events on yeah. Saturday. Definitely. I mean, it's definitely a way to, to talk about issues within the community, and it's definitely a platform to um, talk about issues sort of with other communities. What, what um, are the big issues in the community here? Um, I think race is is a big issue. Um, I'm going to be frank. Um, you know, Pride Cape Town has a reputation for being a gay white man's party and parade, and I think that's changing. Um, I think that's changing, and I think that uh, people are starting to realise that you know that's that's not fair. Um, it's not representative of the community, um, and it's not okay. It needs to change. So um, I think I would definitely say that race is like one of the big issues within the community that we need to talk about. What about drugs? I find in Victoria there's a lot of slamming and and all sorts of druggy things going on within the community, which is very concerning. I mean, substance abuse is. I think it's across the world within the LGBTIQ community. I mean, not just drugs, alcohol and smoking, um, which, I mean, I've had my fair share of battles with. Um, you know, I'm quite grateful that I never got into smoking or drugs, but, you know, alcohol is something that, you know, I, it became a bit of an emotional crutch for me at, at one point in my life. Um, I do think that there is this, um, this culture of celebrating substance abuse within the community. Um, what we kind of forget is that you know once the party is over, then you know people who struggle a little bit are going to start developing addictions, and you know that's not fun mm. um, at some point. Um, but definitely substance abuse. So back to pride. Are you going to dress up on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, so my, my, my vibe is makeup. I'm oh, wow, all okay. makeup. And I think that, you know, every guy should wear makeup. 
um, you know, it can make even the straightest guy look freaking hot. Um, and I don't see why we can't have rugby players wearing makeup and stuff like that. I think they probably do. We just don't know that they put eyeliner on from TV cameras. <laughs> Maybe they're sharing makeup tips in the scrum, who knows? Um, but yeah, I'll definitely be there in, in my makeup and my leopard print top and my leopard print glasses. Um, yep, definitely. Will I see you there? Oh, for, for sure. Microphone in hand, I'll shout your name loudly when I see you. Go by. <laughs> well, it's quite big, so just look out for the hair. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, well, can't be missed. Thanks very much for chatting with me, Sabur, here in Cape Town, in a restaurant here. And, um, yeah, Cape Town Pride, uh, of course, a big event, uh, one of the biggest prides in Africa. And uh, we're so looking forward to uh, enjoying the whole week and the Pride Day itself. For Gaius Radio, I'm Hendrik.